94.9 The Rock, the beating heart of rock and roll. It's the All Night Show, starring me, Ed the Sock. Five, count them, five hours of talk, tunes, and tomfoolery. And now, from Studio One at 94.9 The Rock's state-of-the-art broadcast center, it's me, Ed the Sock. Yeah. Hello. It's me, Ed the Sock. Here's a bit of a Christmas miracle. I've been saying since I started here, that the computer in this studio, you may even have heard me talk about it, it sounded like an, a sick steam engine. It, it sounded like uh, after you eat Taco Bell, if you were to put a microphone down in your intestine, that's, that's what the computer sounded like. Noisy, it, like every, it constantly seemed like it was on its last breath. Well, it died. Fine. New computer in. All of my files are gone. Everything. Now, most of the files are backed up, but not all of them. I was, I, I've been putting together a, a sound file, like a collection of sounds from Thelma's laugh to like all kinds of things that I was going to use at the new studio. And gone. I got to start from frickin' scratch. It's a banner night. You know what? F Santa Claus. Stupid Coca-Cola symbol of mindless consumerism. F Santa Claus and his stupid beard and his sleigh and his going down the chimney. You can get no cookies for me. I mean, I'm Jewish. He never comes to my house anyways, and I don't want him. We got a sign, no Santas here. Uh, screw it. I'm just, I'm in a Scrooge mood today. I told you off the top why. I show up here, new computer, fine, but... All of my files that I have carefully been compiling, gone. Okay, I should have backed them all up. Yes, thanks, Mom. I didn't back them all up. I backed most of them up. But some of them, they're priceless little moments that I've been saving to put together something special uh, for when the, the, we launch the new studio. Gone. Some of them I can maybe dig up again, but others, gone. And uh, uh, I'm pissed off. Can you can you tell? Um, by the way, uh, uh, let's talk. Oh, uh, I got the freaking uh, text thingy working, so at least that's happening. So let's do the no crap nine eight five five four three two seven six two five. You know how it works, right? Do I have to tell you? All right, there might be new people. So here's how it works: text me. Two song requests. One, if one of them is kind of obscure, make sure one of them isn't. So I, I have them, uh, or I have one of them. And text me your name and who the shout-out is for, or just your name. Maybe you don't want to shout-out to anybody. And I don't freaking blame you. Um, I mean, just one of those moods right now where I hate everybody. Everybody. F them all but six. Why six? Because you need six pallbearers. I'll have a very small coffin. Maybe I won't need that many. Anyway, I, but, okay, but saying that, I love my nighttime neighborhood. You people are exempt from my, my scorn and ire because you are my friends. We are a, a nighttime community here. We are a nighttime family. You people get a, get a pass all the time, even the ones that kind of drive me crazy. Um, but, you guys, you guys are cool. Uh, so get your freaking thumbs going. 855 423 
I want to see some more. Uh, I want to see this list populate a little bit more, will you? Uh, okay. Also, uh, can we talk momentarily about Christmas carols? Okay, we heard Santa Claus is coming to town by Bruce Springsteen. I'm fine with that song because that is uh, a, a popular artist taking an existing song, a classic, and putting a slight spin on it, but you still recognize the song, okay? People who write new songs for Christmas, uh, they're horrible. Thank you, Mariah Carey. They are terrible. Don't write new Christmas carols, all right? Now, let's face it. Most, uh, the most popular Christmas carols uh, were actually written by uh, people from my tribe, uh, Jewish composers. So uh, maybe we need some more Jewish composers to come up with Christmas songs because the classics that have endured are written by them. But the, the people who try to come up with these new songs about Christmas, they stink. All right. And I don't I like Christmas music in general, but not new songs. OK, no new songs for Christmas. As of this moment, I'm putting down a rule. Nobody create new songs. We've got a lot of good songs. I mean, I haven't heard anybody put a rock and roll spin on Good King Wenceslas anytime recently. There's still there's still songs that you can you can you can put out uh, your own feel on, but no more new songs. All right. Also, two songs I can't stand. Rocking around the Christmas tree? No. Uh, little drummer boy? No. I hate that little drummer boy. I hate that whole that whole cloying music and blah, blah, blah. I hate that freaking song. I even hated you know the 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 Rankin Bass Christmas specials. Those really cool ones. There was Santa Claus is coming to town. There was uh, uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. You know the the stop action animation kind of things. They made one for the little drummer boy. Hated that one too. So. None of that. And so here we go. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, the All Night Show at the Sock. Here, who it is? Val. Val. Yes. Where the hell have you been? Working hard. Hide, hiding under laundry in the, the laundry room there. I wish. So what? Uh, it's been a while. For those who don't oh. know, those new li new listeners, Val was a very regular listener and caller over the summer. His work schedule changed. He he works in the laundry of a large hotel. So uh, how you doing? Not bad, not bad. So so what's new? What are some new hotel stories? What are some new adventures of Val? Well, we clean up all the hookers out of our hotel. Now, how much is that going to affect your bottom line? Well, it's not my bottom line. It doesn't affect any, but it affects them. But uh, the only reason was was because some of the girls were doing massages, but they had their boyfriends or girlfriends inside the room. So when the client says he, he, can't, he can't go to use the washroom and he wants to leave and get his money back, they argue with the guy. Like, give him his money back if the guy wants to leave and you haven't started doing anything. So let me just get this straight. Guy shows up expecting to get a massage and a happy ending, discovers right. that there is a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend of the worker there. Guy says, this isn't my scene. I want to get out of here. They won't give him his money back. 
Right. So what happened? Was there were there fisticuffs? Well, no, there wasn't. But the arguments, and then the guy goes to the front desk, complains to the front desk. The front desk sends somebody there and says, you know, give the guy the money back, and uh, everything will be fine. No, the girl puts up a fuss. Manager gets involved and says, okay, easily you're giving him his money. Either you give him his money back, or we call the cops, and you get charged, and you get charged for trespassing. This is what every uh, hotel manager wants is to get themselves involved in the uh, commerce of a prostitute. Well, the thing is, they're, they're, working, they're working in a place that's already a business, so you can't be doing that. I, I know it's legal. Like, prostitution now is legal, so you can do it as long as you pay your taxes. But, you know, how it goes. Yeah, I always wonder, how do you, how do you make sure that a prostitute is paying the right amount of taxes? Like... You really can't but measure. You can't measure semen and things like. How do you make sure that she's paying the right amount of taxes? Well, she's not just like bartenders. Bartenders are not paying their taxes on their tips. Now, thing is that the hotel industry and the the sex workers, you're both in the hospitality business, right? So there is some there is some parallel and some uh, synergy there. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and so now the hookers are gone. How is it that anybody knows that the prostitute is a prostitute? Are they dressed like stereotypical prostitutes? Or what is it that gives them away? Their personality. Okay, what do you mean their personality? Because they're always cocky. They think they, they need to get what they need to get. Well, I mean, Karens are like that, too, with that same entitled attitude. How do you know that they're a prostitute and not just a loud suburban mom? Listen, I used to work down at the Sheridan Center, downtown Toronto, 35 years ago. Right. I used to sell weed and everything else to all the hookers down there. Wait, 35 uh, years ago, did, uh, did you ever cross paths with Doug Ford since you were in the same business? <laughs> no, but no? I should have. <laughs> okay, anyway, go on. So you're able to pick out prostitutes. You, uh, The ones that are obvious are refused service. Right. So uh, what, no shirt, no panties, no service? Something like that. So does that mean that everything's boring at the hotel now? Oh, it's not boring. There's always excitement. So um, um, just... Right after June, like just before, you know, the leaves start falling, a woman is out sunbathing. You know, she gets a little bit of a burn. Me and my friend were outside having our lunch break, and uh, I tell her, you know, you have a burn. She goes, yeah, I know. My husband's not here. I can't have any lotion put on me. So I said to her, I said, if you'd like, I, I'm not supposed to, but I'll put some lotion on your back if you want. She goes, you will? I said, yeah. He goes, can you come up to my room? I said, not really, because I'm working right now. Dear Penthouse said, Forum, I never thought this would happen to me. Anyway, go <laughs> on. <laughs> so I said to her, I finish up 4.30. I said, I'll come up to your room for five minutes. She goes, you will? I said, yeah. She goes, okay. So. Anyways, like, are you still married with a mistress? Yeah. Okay, so I just want to be sure you're married, have the mistress, and now you're going upstairs to put lotion on this woman. Right. So, I get there, she's got a towel wrapped around herself. She's got her brown panties on, and she's got a towel wrapped around herself. So, she takes off the towel, lays it on the bed, 
Oh, yeah, hang, hang on a second, Val. I think we need some music to continue this story. Hang on. There you go. There go on. I start rubbing her back in that. We go down for a leg. Do her butt cheeks, as uh, Archie would say. Yep. And then I, <laughs> I said, okay, okay, I'm done. And she goes, can you do the front? I said, uh, sure. Oh, so now. Go on. But watch what she did. She laid her head at the foot of the bed because I'm still standing on the floor. So, so her head is uh, approximating your jewels. Right. All right. So I'm facing her and she's facing the opposite of me. So I'm rubbing down her chest and going down to her stomach and going down to her legs and to her feet. And my head, you know, touched her head. So which head? You know which one. I'd like to have to explain to you. All right. So I, listen, I, I wanted to be clear. So I, I get down to the bottom of her toes. I finish the, you know, the, the, oil, the, you know, the lotion and everything. Uh-huh. So she sits back up and she says, wow, that was amazing. I said, well, I'm glad you like it. I turn to her and I look at her and I said, now you have a nice day because I'm going to. And I walked out of the room. <laughs> and that was, that was the end of it? That was the end of it. <laughs> you dragged us all through that story for that? Listen, I, I have my I have my girlfriend that's waiting for me. We just finished work. <laughs> Why did you drag us through that whole thing and there was no climax in any form of all, uh, at all? <laughs> just to get it out oh. there. <laughs> oh, Val. Oh, Val. Oh. It's, it's like that... Uh, it's like RT, you know, the joke that he gave to you, and you started laughing because he started doing... Doo -doo 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 yes, yep. <laughs> I remember. This is not like that. Um... All right, you have a nice night, okay. and uh, I'll be talking to you soon because I'll be back on night. All right, talk to you, Val. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, The All Night Show, Ed Desoc here. Who this? It's Shainer. Shainer, what's the fire? I want to, first of all, apologize because, first of all, every time I called, it was saying this line is unavailable. Well, okay. I don't know why. All I knew is that for 20 minutes, every time I looked over, the phone was flashing, and it was, and I, I, I don't have proper call display here. Only a few numbers out of the many people who call actually show up. Yours is one of them, and it just kept coming up. Shainer, Shainer, Shainer. I'm like, I'm doing something, Shainer. I know. So it says unavailable. So I'm thinking it's not even going through to the to the the control room. Well, maybe the so, uh, electronic gods are showing some discretion. Anyway, so what's the big deal? What do you want? Uh so going back to your F Santa comment. Yeah. Um, about the Coca Cola thing. Well, he wears um, he wears Coca Cola's colors. I mean, it, Santa Claus before. The Coca-Cola got involved, didn't wear the red and white. No, I know, but but I, I, I think Christmas has been so so commercialized over the years. Wow, that's quite a revelation. I can see why you're in a hurry to call and tell me. Um you have you have commercials of car dealerships with bows on brand new cars, like who is spending fifty thousand dollars on a Christmas gift for somebody? Somebody with a lot um, of money. Yeah, exactly. Um uh, stocking stuffers. They have stocking stuffer commercials all over the place, like diamond diamond earrings. You know, like who's doing that? 
not even that, uh, like uh, lotto tickets for stocking stuffers. I mean, um, yeah, lotto tickets for stocking stuffers. Nothing says uh, Christmas and good cheer and hope for the new world like scratching uh, and losing. Exactly. But I mean, my point is uh, some of this stuff happens during daytime TV and, you know, kids are watching and doesn't doesn't stocking stuffers come from Santa? Wait, why are kids watching? They should be in school during the day. Not on a Saturday. Oh, well, then maybe the parents need to monitor their children. What are they watching? Why are they watching commercials that have diamonds and cars being advertised? Kids aren't usually the target market for such things. I don't know. Maybe maybe they're actually playing toys on the on the on the floor and and the parents are watching TV. All right, so 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 in, instill them with other values. What do you want from my life? I don't know. I'm just saying when it comes to Christmas, I'm a bit of a Grinch. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe you are too. Maybe it's because we both have green hair. Uh, okay, my green hair is natural. Yours is not. Is it though? You're a copycat. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm and I'm getting a little concerned that. Uh, you're starting to become like single, single gray puppet. Um, uh, I'm I'm a half gray puppet. Yep. You're half gray puppet. All right. Now I'm even <laughs> more scared. All right. Merry Christmas, Ed. Okay, bye. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, the All Night Show. Ed the Sock here. Who this? Welcome to my night. Forget it. I, what? No, what I, did, why'd you bail on that, RT? You were doing well. Welcome to my nightmare. There you ding, go. Ding, 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 ding. I think you're gonna like it. Ding, 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 ding. Welcome to my nightmare. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome to uh, the program, RT. How are you? Oh, not bad. Not bad. Tonight, I thought I'm gonna miss you because... I went to bed early, but guess what? You I went to bed up. about 9.30, and then I woke up just before you start the show. Oh, okay. Well, you feel uh, rested now? Rested, so you're going to have me for whole night by yourself. <laughs> okay. Uh, that would be ideal. So uh, tell yeah. me what's new. What's been You had your friend over last week. Um, yeah. What else, uh, what else has been going on? You've always you've got such an adventurous life. Well, you know, not much. She left, and I'm resting. And uh, also, I was kind of thinking about that expansion of that invention that we were talking about, that device that you're going to install up the butthole to make the whistle song, you know. When, song. when you, when you uh, pass wind. Yes. Rather than that horrible sound, which is, which is un- not pleasing to the ear, this will be kind of like wind chimes. Yes, and suddenly I thought about it since our science and technology has been very advanced these days and they can make everything micro, even those microchips that you put on your ears and for deaf people and they can even hear it. So I'm thinking why they don't invent a microchip small device that you're going to put it up the butthole and when you fart, they're going to have a filtration. So when the fart comes out, they can convert it into a nice essence. Then you can have pine like, uh, 
Like those Glade plugins, but you plug it into your butthole. Butthole, and when you fart, then nice smell comes out, like essence of pine tree, lemon, summer breeze. Yeah. And then this device is going to work very nicely and very pleasant. So you can fart almost anywhere you want. Suddenly people, they're going to smell of pine tree or they're going to smell of orange or, the, you know, citric. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, here's the thing. How would you adhere this item inside your butthole, which is typically a moist cavern? Um, how would you adhere it? Um, so that it, it actually sticks and is not unpleasant. So it doesn't feel constantly like you've got something there uh, that, would, that would be distracting. How would you make this work? Let our scientists and all these smart people in technology, you know, think and worry about that. Let them come out. They're going to sell like hell. I bet you anything the Chinese, if they are listening right now, they're going to start to work on it. Well, I, I have it on high authority that uh, Chinese industry uh, over in China listens to this show for ideas just like that. That just just like that, and very soon you might find it in the dollar store for four dollars and twenty-five cents. Butthole plug that makes a good essence anytime you fart. Why would it be four twenty-five? Well, that's what it is. When you make it in China, it's going to come for. Dollar twenty-five or four dollars and twenty-five. Well, the, the, the dollar store is not dollar anymore. Well, I mean, find- it's dollars, you know, um, but it's still cheaper. I, I would think that something like this would go for maybe about uh, two twenty-five in a dollar store. Should be. You, know. you can pick up some cans of tuna, a huge, <laughs> um, a huge thing of Snickers bars, and yeah. the uh, the item to to put in your your butt to uh, change the, the smell of your flatulence into, yeah. you know, into mountain nice spring smell. or whatever. Nice smell, and they're going to make it disposable. So you use it. For oh, I think, it's, I think it absolutely needs to be disposable. Disposable, and you take it out, and you put a new one every day or every other day when you go out. Well, because I, I imagine when you, when you have a bowel movement, that's gonna, you're going to lose it right then and there right in the washroom and it's got to be somehow environmentally friendly yes so when you wash it out it's going to be all okay with environment so these environmentalists don't come protest against it that this butthole device is polluting our uh, environment well uh this is a this is a very good uh, extension of the conversation we had last week when you first brought up the idea of a uh, you know a wind chime device to uh, put in your butthole. Uh, now it's expanded to one that releases a pleasant scent. So yes. I'm, w- I'm wondering where you go next. I can't wait. Well, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm working on it. It still is on the drawing board, and uh, I might come up with a good idea for something else. I, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Um, okay. All right. Uh, yes, go on. You have a joke for us, right? Uh, yes. Uh, but, but the song uh, should be, you know, I know you played Alice Cooper, um, uh, No More Nice Guy or something. But what yeah, No More Mr. Nice Guy. But actually, we should change it to a song for you and I, Always Nice Guy. 
You think we're nice guys? I think you're a nice guy. I don't know that I'm always a nice guy. You're a nice guy, too. You love everybody. I know you. No, no. I'm crusty. <laughs> crusty, but nice guy at heart. All you right, all it. right. Not the joke that you want. Yes. Uh, what I was going to say. Oh, yes. This guy, he traveled with his wife and elderly mother-in-law to the Holy Land. And tragically, elderly mother-in-law died. So they went to the undertaker to see what's going on. And he says, you have two clear options. Uh, one, if you want to ship it back home, it's going to cost $5,000. And the other one is $150. You can bury her right here in the Holy Land. And uh, the guy looked at it, uh, listened to him, and says, uh, gee, I'm going to go for that 5000 We're going to ship her back to the home where we came. Yeah. Because why do you want to do that for? It's $150, and it's a nice place in the Holy Land. We can bury her right here. He says, no, 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 no. Because I heard some 2,000 years ago, a man died here, and after three days, he rose up and become alive. And I don't want to take a chance with her. Oh, a mother-in-law joke. Awesome. Very good. Very good. Thank you, uh, RT. Another classic. Okay. All right. Talk to you later. Take care. Bye. Bye. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, the All Night Show. Had to suck here. Who it is? Hey, it is Bill. Hey, Bill. What's up, Bill? Nothing much, boss. How are you? Yeah, all right. A little tired today, but I'm all right. Oh, a little, uh, little down and tired. I'm, I'm looking forward to having a couple of days off. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. I like a couple of days off. Yeah. I even look forward to trying. I try to get it like a one day suspension on a Friday, you know, to give it a three day. <laughs> you want to? You try to get a suspension. What would you have to do to get suspended? Uh, actually, a lot. I tried. You, you know, it's funny because they're back at uh, back in the Chum Building when City TV was there. There was a guy who worked in the newsroom who kept trying and trying to get a package to get packaged out. He kept doing and saying more and more outrageous things. He was a crew guy, and he never, no matter how crazy or offensive or whatever he did, he never got a package. <laughs> Shout out to Jordy. I got a couple good stories for you if you want to hear them. I do. All right, so I don't know. Somebody has threw out their really, really, really expensive sex doll. They threw it out. Yeah, like I'm talking, this is live, like, like someone paid, like, this had to be like $3,000 sex doll. Like, it had, you can put the feet and legs anywhere you want, full size. No, okay, but you guys aren't allowed to take that out of the garbage, are you? Well, we're not supposed to take it out, but someone, I guess it got stuck on the bucket of the loader, so it kind of freaked the loader guy out. He thought it was a person. And uh, is this like the kind that has vacuum suck action? Uh, I don't know. It probably has everything. Like I'm telling you, it looks like a full-blown person. So what are you Without what that. are you gonna do with it? That's a that's a valuable item. Well, yeah, somebody would pay money for that, but I, I didn't want anything to do with it. But it was <laughs> happened to it was sitting in this hallway that goes downstairs for some reason, and we were having a fire situation. 
So the fire trucks show up, and one of my guys, their main concern was to get the sex doll out of the hallway. <laughs> so what? So that the firefighters didn't see it, or so it didn't get damaged. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it could be either one. Has anybody named this sex doll? I don't know. I haven't asked uh, Scotty or whoever, whatever his name is. There is it, uh, is it dressed or naked? Oh, it's naked and uh, it's very lifelike. Oh, all right. Like you got to wonder what happened. Like what kind of? What, that must have been a nasty breakup. Must have been a horrible breakup. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I'm just just thinking about like if he threw it out and he wasn't planning on using it again. I gotta figure that those crevices probably haven't been cleaned. Uh, you know that, right? Ew. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, you had another story? Yeah, so uh, one of my guys was trying to prank the other guy by putting a rat in a box of donuts. A dead, and, a uh, dead or a live rat? Oh, dead. Yeah. And uh, it didn't really work out the best. <laughs> the best of the guy. <laughs> I thought the two were going to scrap, and then uh, it didn't prevail out as I thought it was going to be. So wait, the guy opened the box of donuts, saw there was a dead rat, and his donuts were ruined, and they got into some fisticuffs. Close to. And you're disappointed because it only was close to fisticuffs. Yes, sir, you are correct. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I, didn't even, I didn't want any more donuts that day. Yeah, no, I, see, I wonder why. <laughs> kind of <laughs> lost your appetite. Though, working at the dump, I imagine you pretty much takes a lot for you to lose your appetite. Yeah. Like I said, it's really like uh, the summer when everything's, like, crawling and it looks like rice, but it's uh, it's not rice. No, it, no, it's a maggot. Um, okay. Yeah, but I'm not, what I'm talking about is, like, you know, you've probably seen a pile of maggots. I'm talking, like, I can fill the back of my truck up with maggots. Oh, like, I could take a bobcat and scoop into this pile, and I could fill my truck up with maggots. Like, it's gross. You know, I wonder if, you know, in the you know, people want to be more environmentally friendly with uh, shipping and stuff. They don't like the styrofoam peanuts. Maybe we can start using maggots. You know, you have a good idea there. Yeah, just, you know, dry them out and use dried maggots instead of styrofoam peanuts for shipping. Yeah, reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a business there. There's, you can come up with a couple. All you can eat restaurant. Yeah, from the organic bin there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bin. <laughs> oh no, it's just big open area. Yeah, like that. I could bury your house in it. Well, that's quite a smorgasbord. Like I said, it's a big pile of organics. All right. Uh, I'm certain that people are listening to this right now, ready to vomit if they haven't already. Thanks for calling, Bill. All right, sir. Take care. Have a good weekend, eh? All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye now. 94.9 The Rock, the all-night show. Ed the sock here. Who this? Your buddy, R.T. Hello, R.T. We need to have, like, a jingle for you, like a little theme song jingle for when you call yeah. in, like, like on sitcoms when a character walks in and they, <laughs> they play a little entrance music. Uh, or like yes. in wrestling, when they enter, they play. I think we need to figure out a song for you. Okay, that would be beautiful. So I uh, was listening to you. I have three, three things to tell you. Uh, what was number one? Oh, number one. Uh, when you said uh, 
when you walk into the station, uh, one of the uh, co-workers says that uh, the parking spot that you take is a jink, and whoever parks there, they get fired or something. Did you say that? Yeah. Well, I said that I was told at a party that whoever parks in the spot I park in gets has a history of being fired. Oh, okay. You tell him, don't worry about it, because Artis, one of Artis' son is a lawyer. And he's oh, a, okay. And if ever happens to you, my son will help you, and there is no retainer's fees, and he always wins. I appreciate the legal defense, though, if, if uh, they fire me because I parked in the wrong spot. <laughs> yes. He can help you with that. All right. And uh, the second one, what I was... Yeah, what was the second thing? Oh, I heard... The life expectancy in Canada for men is 74, and for women is 82. And I'm thinking I'm going to do transaction, transaction to become a woman. Oh, you mean you want to transition, not a transaction. You want to transition. Transition to become a woman. I can live eight more years, more. Of course, that's a joke. Of course, that's a joke. Also, uh, I would love... To see you, um, I would love to see you uh, dressed up as a woman. Okay, now, the third one. <laughs> I like how we just move off that, like, that. okay, not going to happen. All right, yes, yeah, so the third thing. The third thing, when you are at work, and when you finish here in Oshawa, and you said you've got a long way to go, and I think you have my address. I gave you my address sometimes. Yes, yeah. Because I'm thinking 5 o'clock that you finish. Yes. And it's a snow... Snow, uh, whatever, what do we call it? Snow blares. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, roads are all blocked and whatever. Well, you just drive over here, which is about 10, 15 minutes away from you. You can just give a call. If it's a snowstorm, you can always come over here. I have a second floor. As you know, my friend comes here. They go upstairs. And uh, simply... You just call me and you say, I can't go home tonight, and I'm going to come, and I'm not too far away from Airport Road anyway. So you can come over here, oh. and you go upstairs, you go rest, sleep, and by the time you wake up, you're going to have supper, whatever, ready, and then go back to work. Well, th- this is, I mean, I'm getting all kinds of ideas. Like, like We'd have to record this on video. Me, uh... Uh, bunking with uh, RT overnight, snowed in with RT. This right. guy, th- this could be an epic, an epic uh, series of videos. Do you think you have any pajamas that will fit me? Uh, no. As far as the pajama goes, no. You know. Okay, so maybe I should pack some pajamas in my yes. car in case yeah. I come over and, and stay there overnight. Fight, you know, right. l- l- going going through the storm. Yes. Do you, uh, do you have, like, board games and things like that? Do you have, like, Monopoly? Uh, no, by by the time you come in, you're just going to go to bed. I'm going to be downstairs. Yeah, but when I wake up, I mean, my adrenaline may be going from driving in the snow. Maybe I'll put uh, Battleship in my car <laughs> as well, and we can play Battleship uh, until I, I get tired. I, I, I don't play any of those games. Well, you're going to learn. Well... Might, you know, I'm not sure. I I can't wait to hear you say, you sunk my battleship. (laughs) No, (laughs) I'm okay with that, but... Should I pack some marshmallows and stuff in the car as well, just in case? Uh, 
marshmallow? What do you need a marshmallow for? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of what do people what do people eat when they have a sleepover? We can make s'mores. Well, uh, if you are hungry, I can make you a sandwich. And uh, uh, what kind my, of what kind of sandwich? All kinds of it. I got oh. everything. I eat sandwich for lunch. I have soups. I have everything in the freezer and fridge. This is uh, this is starting to seem like uh, a must do at some point. Uh, definitely. Definitely. All right. I, I appreciate the offer. That's a very kind offer. And, oh. uh, um, but, okay, joke. Uh, joke. I, I, oh, I got this one again. You know, uh, black kids, when they're talking to each other. Oh, you're, no. Here we go again. Okay, oh. do these kids have to be black? Is that essential to the joke? Because it's the height of the fathers, you know. Black guys are always very tall. Okay, but there are there are tall white guys uh, too. Well, then you escape that. Two kids they were talking to each other. All right, this is better now. Yeah. And he says, "My dad is so tall. He's so tall that when he raises his hands, he can touch the stars." The second kid, you know, was sort of bothered. He says, "When your dad raises his hands." Way up there, does he touch something round and soft? He says, "Well, I guess so." He says, "Well, that's my dad's balls." That's that is no, you that, know, that's a very dumb joke. Why dumb. would why would the stars be soft? <laughs> because the stars yeah. are made of minerals of rocks. Like, well, the star, stars are actually suns, so you couldn't touch it, but every other celestial body, they're made of rock. Why would he be touching something soft when he reaches for the stars? He didn't know that anyway. And that's why, you know... Uh, okay, uh, all right. <laughs> all right, uh, RT. All right, thank you for calling, my friend. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, The All Night Show, Ed the Sock here. Who's this? Good morning, Ed. How are you today? Oh, hey, Chuck. How you been? Oh, not too bad. Uh, you sound a little bit down today, bro. Oh, I'm tired, man. I'm tired. I started the show full of energy and, and anger and rage, and I, then I got angover. You know, when you, <laughs> you, 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 you burn yourself out? With all the anger, yeah. and then afterwards you're just sort of blah, I don't have the energy to do it anymore. <laughs> I can tell, bro. I, well, I hope you feel better. I mean, uh, I don't feel know. bad. Okay. I just, feel, I just feel spent. Spent. Well, I don't know. If I was close enough to you or had time, I'd bring you a coffee. I uh, see. I don't. I don't drink coffee. That's why I do energy drinks. I. I coffee. Uh, energy drinks. I can actually have an energy drink and go right to sleep, but coffee, wow. it, 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 does weird, it doesn't so much perk me up as it, uh, it makes me think I'm having a heart attack. Like, it's just, it, it does not, it does not uh, sharpen my mental acuity or, at all. Aha. Uh-huh. Speaking of heart attacks, last Friday I came home after work, and uh, my roommate had a heart attack. She survived, she's okay, but then... Uh, oh, my well, God. What there, a thing to come home to. Now, there's a segue. Um, did she have yeah, it Did she have it before you got home or when you got home? Yeah. Yeah, I called my wife and said, done for the day, and uh, the lovely Suzanne. And she said, Don, my not feeling well. 
So I said, okay. I didn't think anything of it. I mean, if you feel bad, you're feeling bad. But then I got there, and there was an ambulance for the house. And I walked in the door, and uh, the one attendant said, who are you? And she answered and said, that's my roommate. And he said, can we have some privacy? And I'm like, okay, yeah, no problem. So I got up and used the bathroom, peeked my head around the corner, and all I could hear her say was, I'm having a heart attack, heart time. And he said, yes. And then he answered me. Apologized for not answering me and answered me. And uh, then they said, well, she's going to the hospital. And she's going to have surgery right now. And, uh, yeah, it was quite the scene, let me tell you. I, I, but you know what? It's really weird because I've been through this a couple of times. My mom, when I was 18 years old, had a brain hemorrhage. Uh, and that was quite the thing to have to deal with mentally. Uh, and the sight was something that I'll never, ever forget. But, anyways, that's the whole other thing. I don't want to try to drag the story down, drag your, your show down. Uh, but then the next one was my wife when she got sick when we were in Newfoundland. Uh, that wasn't a good thing. And, you know, being at the hospital, she, she ended up with blood infection, almost died a couple times. It was four months of uh, living in St. John's. It was quite a challenging time in my life. And so, not so, as bad as it was for those people, but so, anyways. So let me, hang on, let me just get this straight. You were living with your mother. She had a brain aneurysm. Uh, you were with your wife. She got a blood infection. Your roommate had a heart attack. Why does anybody spend any time with you at all? If it wasn't for me being there, they would have been gone. Oh, so I that's see. That's why. Okay. I saved their lives. Oh, all right. Well, then you're a hero. Yes, sort of. Except for my roommate. My roommate, she she, she took care of it before I got there. But Is she all right? I mean, you said she's all right? Yeah, she's all right. Thank all right. God she's all right. Very good. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? Uh, do you have any? Uh, did you hit any animals with your truck? Do you have anything else to raise our spirits <laughs> for the Christmas season? <laughs> no, 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 no animals. Uh, thank God. Do you have one of your uh, wonderful jokes for us? Uh, I do. Uh, All right, let let let's do it. Here's one of Chuck's jokes, ladies and gentlemen. So Luffy goes in to join the army, and the sergeant says, uh, "So did you come here today?" If he looks at him and says, no, I came here yesterday. Oh. Oh, oh. All right, you know what, Chuck? That was funny. <laughs> that that one's... I mean, I guess we're still allowed to tell Newfie jokes because Newfies tell Newfie jokes because they, they they don't have thin skins. Um, that's This is actually, in the months you've been calling me, this is your first funny joke. <laughs> All right, I'm on the roll. You're on, yeah, you've you've done a fine job today. Awesome. Well, that's good that I made you laugh, so that's really good. See? Yeah. Well, uh, considering how you started this damned call, it's good that you let made me laugh at the end. Well, you know, it, it, it's got to be, uh, you know, something you got to remember. It's, it's always something different with me, you know? Yeah, it's uh, apparently you're next door to the Grim Reaper all the time. All right. <laughs> all right, Chuck, Excellent. if I don't talk to you, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Absolutely. All the best to you, too, my friend. Okay. okay bye-bye. Take care. Bye. 94.9 The Rock, the all-night show. Ed the Sock here. Who it is? Hey, Ed, it's Sherry. Hello, Sherry. Listen, I thought this uh, Dorothy, this case was, with Dorothy was over also. Wait, this case. Okay, well, by case, we really need to frame this. For the audience, why don't you tell us what the case is? Okay, the case is, um, I, and we'll get into it uh, in court, but I'll in just... In court, okay, uh, go on, go on. I'm just going to fluff over, okay? All right, starting. all right, let's do it, let's hear it. 
Okay, her charges are, I requested, I really needed her as a friend, you know, on my birthday. All right? She said, said, I'm sick, whatever. I said, I understand. Okay? But now, that's fine. I'll let her off that one. But I'm charging her with not even remembering my birthday. Not even texting me. I'm charging her with being a bad friend. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, I think that in her call, she actually uh, gave a deposition admitting that this is true. Well, yeah, admitting, but then the excuses followed, right? Uh, I'm sorry, but... Let me just... Her excuses, Sherry, her excuse, if you can call it that, is that... If you were really a good friend and you really knew her, you'd know that even though you reminded her twice the day before, she wouldn't remember the next day. That will all be told in court, all right? That Well, That'll she can all, present it, yeah. will come out in court. All right. All right. All right. Well, uh, I, want, uh, I was hoping that maybe you could judge, and uh, um, I'm giving her uh, till tomorrow night to prep. So tomorrow night... Dorothy has to answer these charges. Yes, I'm going to plead. I'm going to state my case, and uh, she can state hers. Well, I mean, you've because stated you've don't. stated your case. No, I've got now. Oh, well, you've no. got you've got more. <laughs> Maybe. So you've got more that proves that she has been a bad friend. Yes, I do. Oh, yes, gee. I do, Judge Ed. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Why are you still friends with her if you have so much proof that she's a bad friend? I just want her to wear the badge for a little bit or maybe do some community service to Sherry. You know, something. She's got to pay, man. Well, uh, listen, I'll be, the time, I'll be handing the down this, Sherry, I'll be handing down the sentence. Okay, I'm just saying, if you can't do the crime, you know, don't, if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. So, all right? All right, so uh, tomorrow I will put on my judicial robes and my powdered wig, and yeah. uh, I will uh, listen to the case of uh, Sherry versus Dorothy, the case of the uh, forgetful friend. Yeah, um, and I'm hoping she's still up. She knows that I'm taking her to court, so I'm hoping she's going to call in soon because she's getting tired. All right. Well, you know, Dorothy, <laughs> she has both... Uh, narcolepsy and insomnia, which is like, Ed, how do Ed, you get both? It's all gonna come out in court. Oh, all right, all right. Well, we'll try this case in Ed's court. Thank you so much, Ed. I appreciate it. All right, Sherry. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, the All Night Show, Ed the Sock. Here, who this? Oh my goodness, Your Honor. <laughs> oh, Dorothy, the plaintiff in the, uh, no, you're the defendant in the case of uh, Sherry versus Dorothy, the case of the bad friend. Yeah, this is not even fair. I just want to, like, start by seating that I do acknowledge I am a terrible friend. And oh, I'm not. Well, well, then, case closed. No, no, not yet. No, because she has no right to accuse me of that and hold me in contempt for it. I do not need to be punished uh, in any way for this Um, because the fact that she took it personally and then she felt inclined to, like, take me to the Supreme Ed's court. 
is a little like over the top. Well, it may it, it may it may have been an overreaction, but she uh, a little bit. She has uh, bit. she has her feelings. She does, and her feelings were hurt. But um, I have um, a right to um, my side of the story. Well, that, that, okay, absolutely, and I'm glad you're here. She or, yeah. for those just right. those hold on, Dorothy. For those just okay. uh, tuning in who don't know, Sherry ha, is upset with her friend Dorothy because the day before Sherry's birthday, she told Dorothy twice that her birthday was the next day and that it would mean a lot to hear from her on her birthday. And then the next day, Dorothy forgot to call or text her, and so Sherry is accusing her of being a bad friend. But Dorothy has has accepted. That she is a bad friend. She's pled guilty. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm I'm pleading guilty, but I do um, not want to take a sentence for it. Um, okay. What is your <laughs> um, side of the story then? What is your side? Well, the thing is, is I I don't remember. Um, I don't remember people's wedding anniversaries. I don't remember the death days of like their mother, um, their when their father died. I don't remember like when their husband retired i don't remember when they're going on a trip or where they went on their trip and i don't remember like where they grew up or the town where they moved to and why they don't ever no longer come visit me i don't know um always maybe they don't come visit you because you're a bad friend it's not because i'm a bad friend it's because of my memory and that is why i am like going to fight this. Okay, well, Dorothy, because Dorothy, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting my gavel. Bang, bang, bang. Dorothy, you have just listed not remembering things that most people wouldn't remember when somebody's husband retired or whatever. However, what? when someone tells you the day before that it is their birthday the next day, you really don't have a lot of excuse not to call her on the day of. You could have written yourself a note because you know your memory is bad. I could have. I could have written myself a note. Birthday acknowledgement. I mean, there's a whole industry uh, of cards and presents for birthday acknowledgement. I was never good at remembering. I don't even remember my own birthday. I will be honest. Do you remember the dress before you go out in the morning? <laughs> yeah. Like All right, you. I'm just trying to determine our level here. No. Yeah, no, I, I get up in the morning. I have notes for that. I write myself notes. I put on your sheet. No. There, are there, like, are there like um, uh, stick em notes everywhere in your house? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are. Yes, do there do are. you remember to read them? No, not always. I do not. Oh, and, nice. well, I'll tell you what happened to me about oh, over five years ago. Um, I... I you know my history, right? Where I grew up and yeah, you, you grew up um, in how a, sheltered in, in the woods. So yeah. Right. And then when the I left tribe home, of Sasquatch. I went a little I went a bit crazy. I went crazy when I left home. And then I came to Oshawa. And um there was a lot of um new friends that I made. And it, but they weren't always great influences. So you fell in with a bad left. crowd. Kinda. Maybe sort of. Okay, I need to have a little drink because, like, can I? Do you mind, my honor, your honor? You're gonna have. What are you drinking? Nyquil? No, not tonight. All it's right. Not, it's just a little bit of um. What is this? It's uh, vitamin water. Oh, uh, mixed with what? Some well, aqua velva? They wouldn't let me. They wouldn't let me bring any of my other good stuff into the courthouse. <laughs> oh, okay. So anyway, 
And so, so what you're saying is basically you went a little crazy and fried your brain. Okay, so I did. I did. Not just my brain. I fried my organs. I fried my whole self. So I did. I fried my organs. I fried my liver. So um, five years ago when my liver died. <coughs> well, they Did you have a liver was, transplant? No, no. They wouldn't give me one. I had to be, um, you have to... Um, not smoke, not do, not drink, not, there's so many things that you can't do. Yeah, but you know what you can't do year. is live without a liver. How do you, what are you doing without a liver? Oh, you know what? They said that I was going to die. And I said, no, I'm not. Specialist <laughs> said it. The doctor said it. I said, no, I ain't going to die. And I am not dead. Am I dead? No, They're you're like, not dead. I, well, I don't know. No, is this from beyond dead, the grave? I'm not gonna, Maybe this is why you believe I'm weird gonna, things. I'm just going to talk. But I believe well, livers, livers, livers are one of the only, I think it's the only organ that will regenerate. Exactly. And it is the big boss of our body, right? Without the liver, they figured, oh, you're going to die, Dorothy, um, in no time. Because without your liver, the organs aren't going to know what to do. But um, then there's Google, and then there's me and my strong belief in mind over matter. I believe that um, I believe myself better. I said to the doctor, I'm dying. Um, why would he even like have me come in to this office and tell me that I was going to die? Because usually you don't do me. that over the phone or a text message. But you would, if you're going to have me come into the office, wouldn't you tell me to bring somebody for support? No. I was there on my own. So I had to like buck up and like stand up and say, screw you, doc. <laughs> I ain't going to die. And I haven't. I haven't died yet. And so, therefore, I don't feel like, um, uh, I don't think I'm invincible, but I don't believe I'm ever going to die until I'm ready. But um, And so, you didn't remember Sherry's birthday? No, but that's the problem with it. One thing I do agree with the specialist is he did say that because you um, fried your liver, um, you've got liver-induced cirrhosis-induced dementia and that was not going to come back oh so so you actually do have like medically diagnosed dementia yeah so well don't i feel like a jackass right and so should sherry and so should sherry all right you know what what? okay you have a medical exception why didn't you just say that earlier we've been talking for 10 minutes now you finally get to the the, something that actually is a good excuse well i was getting to it and then you Cut me off. I don't know. I was you off, Dorothy. You talked for hours. All We're right. in court. I don't know when I'm supposed to speak or okay. not. I, okay. Uh, my, I my, my ruling. Anyway. My ruling. Because I know Elizabeth Jerry's Dorothy. going to fall back. And Dorothy. She's going to disagree with Dorothy. me. Dorothy. Dorothy. What? What? My ruling as Judge mm-hmm. Ed is for the def- the defendant. Yeah, I, I find for you that you do have a valid reason, a medical reason, for why you forgot to call. Ed, okay, thank you. Yes, and can you tell um, the accuser that um, she was in the wrong and she should know better? She's well, my okay, friend. wait, hold on. She's not in the wrong. <laughs> Her feelings aren't wrong she was upset but you do have you do have a good reason and Mm. uh and after all these calls (laughs) or i've been 
talking to you. <laughs> now you tell me you actually have dementia. And I'm like, wow, that's, uh, well, that's hilarious. I well. did it to myself. It is self-inflicted dementia. And so, therefore, I don't look for sympathy. And then I'll go around telling people about it. All right. Right? Okay, Dorothy. And Sherry, but Sherry's my friend, and she knows. But she still holds me accountable for my forgetfulness. All right, all right, all right. All right, enough of this. So enough, I want to counter sue. I kind of want to counter sue her for that. Well, you want to counter sue her for what? For this, for like going on air and making it public. Let's, that make, that, let's make that court case next week. I've had enough legal right, drama for right. this week. I love you. Okay, all right. Thank you, Dorothy. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. All right, and that's the end of the All-Star All-Night Show for this week. Hopefully you're actually hearing this, which means that they actually played the show properly this week, but I'm not holding my breath. Anyway, uh, some interesting court drama we had uh, this week with uh, Sherry and Dorothy, some revelations of uh, why Dorothy is Dorothy, and, uh, of course, the uh, wonderful calls from RT and Donna and everybody else. Listen, if you want to hear these calls live as they happen, then you got to listen Monday to Friday, Midnight to 5 a.m., 94.9 The Rock, uh, or The Rock.fm, or The Rock app. All of those are ways you can access our talk tunes and tomfoolery. So if uh, this is the end of your day and you got to drive home from work, drive safely, go home, get some sleep, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And if your day is just beginning, cock a doodle do to you. <laughs>